0: Cracker Jacks out as we begin the high school baseball season on the North Country Sports Authority. Your OFA Blue Devils hosting the Governor Wildcats here this afternoon. We already got some raindrops starting to fall across the diamond, but I think things Mother Nature will let us play the game of baseball. We got a whole bunch of things to get to on our more Bacchus and Sons pregame show, but where do I always start? With who deserves it the most, you, for listening. You know, I had to look at some things today. We've done a ton of games. I think we're up up, to 650 games so far. But do you realize, you and I together, after this spring season, we'll have completed nine seasons together on the radio. Man, it means a lot to me, and I really, really do appreciate it. And then bada-boom, bada-bing, when we get into the fall of 2019, we're going to be celebrating 10 years together So big-time thanks from me to you for listening. I actually do give a you-know-what. And all our sponsors, man, they make this happen, too. You'll hear me talk about them. You hear the commercials all the time throughout the games. And, hey, please go into these places. Maybe it's for your next vehicle or for some type of service. You need a product. You go into these places that support the kids on the diamond, and we work things the way we should on the old RCA record, and that's in a full circle. So let's start to shake it down for you here in our Mort Bacchus & Sons pregame show. And then very, very quickly, we're going to get into this baseball game. It is a Central Division matchup. Your OFA Blue Devils in their first regular season game of the year here this afternoon at home taking on the Governor Wildcats. I think about the tradition the OFA Blue Devil baseball team has put out on the field. And, well, to have a good team, you've got to have good coaching. And I think back to the last four coaches for your OFA Blue Devils. You go back to the days of Jim Pinkerton and then Mike Sargent taking over for Jim Pinkerton. Both those guys coach those kids tremendously. They play great baseball for us. And we almost won a state championship at one point under Mike Sargent back in, what, 1991, a dramatic home run by Bobby Palniak over the fence to get them into the state championship, but the Blue Devils just quite couldn't get it. And then from Mike Sargent to Tom Pinkerton, Jim's son, marvelous job. Always had the boys ready to play. And now Larry Mahaffey for several years, and he's done, I think, a remarkable job for having to follow those three coaches and the success they've had, and he's turned it into his own success with these players He's done a phenomenal job, and when I say phenomenal job, we're talking about eight straight, eight straight Section 10 championships. I mean, you almost start to take it for granted and not think about it, but to be able, no matter what, things happen in sports. You may not always be on the top of your game. So to win eight straight Section 10 championships, just, goes to show you the consistency of OFA baseball from, from the minor leagues and, and the parents and the volunteers to eventually till they get up into modified then start playing JV and, and come to the varsity rankings. So the eight section 10 championships, I mean, you look at last year, uh, an excellent and epic game in the state playoffs, but they lost to Albany Academy in the first round 10 to seven. The year before that, uh, one went away from the final four, losing to Albany Academy. 3-1 to in 10 innings of play. You know, in 2016, one went away from the Final Four. 2015, they got to the Final Four. Again, 2014, one went away. And in 2013, getting to the Final Four. So a lot of success over the years, most recently here for the OFA Blue Devils. And I think they're going to have a really solid season. I mean, when you talk about these guys, they're returning 13 seniors, and they got five juniors to replenish three big-time players for your OFA Blue Devils. And that's the one thing we seem to do every year, is we lose quality baseball players. But we bring quality baseball players up behind them. I mean, you look at these three guys that we lost off of last year's team. Jared Barr batted 490 last season. I want to say that he came up in eighth grade, The latest he came up to varsity was in ninth grade. I'll never forget it. We were at St. Lawrence. Uh, He didn't start the game, but Coach Tom Pingering put him in. Uh, When when the game was, I think, pretty much over, the other team was winning the state playoffs. Jared, one pitch, hit a base hit, uh, and then had a tremendous many years with your OFA Blue Devils. Justin McCormick, I mean, the kid, eighth grader, starting on first base and just was solid. You could always count on him. At first base, no doubt about it. And he hit 313, too, you know? And then Brody Woods, like, he was just the guy that you need. You need a good athlete. You need a good, solid player toward the end of that lineup. I think last year he hit in the seventh spot. I'm not exactly positive. But he added a lot of offense to the bottom of the lineup. And that is so key, as you know, in the game of baseball. He finished batting 315. So, you know, a lot of guys, yes, in the sense, those three. That we've got to replace, but I'll tell you what, 13 returners, 5 juniors. This is a solid baseball team. With that being said, the Central Division, I believe in boys high school baseball, is the most competitive, the most, what do I want to say, the regular season title I feel that means the most. And the reason I say that, yes, obviously every regular season title and winning that regular season means a lot. But the fact of the quality of teams that are generally in the Central Division of baseball, I mean, you have OFA there, you have Messina generally good, you've got Malone generally good, you never know when Salmon River comes to play, Canton could have some good seasons. You know, there's just a lot of good teams. Potsdam, obviously, you can't forget about them. They've been tremendous over the years. So, at the end of the year, If you win the regular season Central Division baseball crown, I think that's a heck of achievement. And I think it is the best competition in any high school sport we have as well to be prepared for the state playoffs. You're constantly, for the most part, playing good quality baseball teams. That's what you need to do because then you get into some big games in the state playoffs. And I really think it's helped the Blue Devils over the years. And we'll run down the team under head coach Larry Mahaffey. But you look at returning players this year, Hayden Ives, Connor Griffith, Ethan Baldwin, a lot depends on his arm this year, Jackson Triano, Owen Warchell, heard a great story from Coach Mahaffey. Owen's first hit for the OFA Blue Devils was a home run against Watertown yesterday in some non league games. They finished up a uh, doubleheader that was suspended previously they won that in eight innings, three to two, but then the wheels fell off the bus a little bit in game two. Their defense slacked, and they lost that one 10-1. But Owen, in that first game, first hit for the OFA Blue Devils, sent a home run over the right field fence. Mitchell Breno, Chris Garcia, Grant LeBeau, Cooper Hunter, all valuable players for head coach Larry Mahaffey. But it doesn't end there. I mean, when you look kind of like at their basketball team, you know, and how they have solid guys that can come off the bench and really contribute, These guys in your OFA Blue Devils have solid players that can come off the bench and out of the dugout when you look at Alex Barrett, Gavin Amo, Nate Jenkins, Kyle Trombley, Todd Carroll, Jackson Jones, Jacob Sharp, combined like 13 seniors and five juniors. So in good ways, when we talk about the facts of the game and we're eight straight Section 10 championships, we have these athletes coming back. I think we expect to have a good season. Will that happen? We'll just have to find out as we move on. And, well, we will take a quick break as the Governor Wildcats warming up defensively on the diamond. When we come back, we'll give you your starting lineups here on the North Country Sports Authority, ESPN Radio, 1400 AM.
1: In the market for a great pre-owned vehicle? Now's the time to stop by and see us at Mort & Sons. Whether it's a car, truck, or SUV that you're looking for, we've got a great selection all set and ready to go. Stop by and see our friendly professional sales staff on Route 68, and we'll take the time to help you out and make the right decision for both your vehicle needs and your budget. And feel free to check out our entire inventory online at mortbacchus.com. Find your next pre-owned vehicle at Mort & Sons, where we've been taking care of the North Country for 65 years. Thank you, have a nice day.
2: Ugh, did you see all that tobacco marketing in there? Marketing? I didn't see anything. Come on, they had a whole display of cigarette packs. That's tobacco marketing? Yeah, it's in our convenience stores, gas stations, drug stores. And studies show the more of it kids see, the more likely they are to smoke. Wow, our kids have seen enough. How can I protect them from tobacco marketing? You can take action at TobaccoFreeNYS.org.
3: Brought to you by Reality Check of St. Lawrence County. 713-4861.
4: Disguised within things like your family history, breast cancer can strike any time. But as the only high-risk breast program in the region, our bodyguards can spot danger before it reaches you. It all starts with a simple questionnaire to identify your early risks. Then our team can protect you from harm and bring you peace of mind. Visit ClaxtonHepburn.org bodyguard to complete your questionnaire because defending your tomorrow should start today.
1: You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer.
5: Oh, I welcome
0: you back. Do you got the big league two pouch, man? Do you got the regular grape or sour apple flavor? Maybe you got a bag of sunflower seeds. Get ready to suck on those, eat them up, and spit them out here as we enjoy boys' high school baseball Inside the Richard Winter Cancer Center broadcast booth, your All State Blue Devils, their first regular season game of the year, and they're hosting the Governor Wildcats. Oh, boy, have these two teams had some dandies over the years going back to the Section 10 Class B Championship games in which Governor had every right rhyme and reason to walk away with their Class B title. Bases loaded several times in both of those games with no outs, one out, some way, somehow like the Blue Devils always do. They come to play defense toward the end of the year. They played the most absolute defense on the diamond. It was spectacular to watch. And two years in a row, they just throw in the Governor Wildcats, and then it was the Potsdam Sandstoners. It seems I'm not positive, and I don't want to talk smack. I think the Governor Wildcats a little bit down this year. In fact, they only have nine players on the roster. That is tough to deal with. When you look at the opposing side and your OFA Blue Devils, They've got seven guys in the dugout. Your OFA Blue Devils at home will accompany the first base side dugout along the right side. The Governor Wildcats on the road. They accompany the dugout down the third base side, the left side. And, well, let's get to the starting lineup. Your OFA Blue Devils defensively. Ethan Baldwin, the senior, will take the hill. He came in in relief in that non-league first game yesterday against watertown here it was a suspended game earlier from the season they finished it up he came in in the eighth and he struck out the side again he's pitched some beauties over the years especially in the state playoffs was it two years ago where he just had a phenomenal game kept the blue devils in it they eventually lost when he had to come out of the game to albany academy uh three to one but a tremendous performance he's had so many classic performances in the regular season, the Section 10 playoffs, the, the Class B championship games, and also in state playoff action. But, hey, we can't pump up his head too much. He's got his team in front of him. He's got to lead the way this year, and he's got a very strong arm to do so. We look over. Well, I was getting ahead of myself. We verse who's going to catch him. The senior Hayden Ives will back him up this season at first base senior Chris Garcia gets the start second baseman senior Grant LeBeau at short here this afternoon Uh, Jackson Triano or excuse me at short senior Mitchell Breno at third senior Jackson Triano out in left field this afternoon junior Owen Warchel in center field junior Connor Griffith and out in right field senior Cooper Hunter that is the defensive lineup to start this game for head coach Larry Mahaffey. The Governor of Wildcats is Ethan finishing up his warm-up pitches. We'll be led off by Jared Wilson. In the hole will be Xander Dowling batting third. Ty Reed in the cleanup spot. Jack Jake Link batting fifth this afternoon for the Wildcats. Logan Way in the sixth spot. Connor Wood, seventh spot, Garrett LeClaire, eight spot, Tanner Pignoni, and in the ninth spot storm kingsbury so that is your starting lineups and as mentioned ethan baldwin the right-hander throwing to hayden ice here this afternoon some decent weather we're probably about 63 64 degrees here this afternoon not too much of a wind here i'll pick up a blade of grass toss it up it just kind of seems to be blown from home plate a teeny smidge and hardly any wind to get a kite up in the air. But It's kind of going out from home plate out toward the center of the field, and now we're ready to rock and roll on the diamond here this afternoon. And your old-fade Blue Devils will throw that ball around and then get it to Ethan. And again, we expect Ethan potentially to have a really good first regular season game against the Wildcats. He throws hard. If he's throwing in the location that he likes to, Well, he can mow him down pretty good, and the right-hander gets ready to rock and roll here. The Wildcats step into the batter's box. Jared Wilson, the sophomore, he may have not seen the speed that he's going to see here in a second. Here comes the first pitch just outside, and that will be ball one. One ball, no strikes to count. He may be a sophomore, but he's right up there against the line in the box, not being afraid. Here comes the pitch, and that is a strike down the middle of the plate at the knees, evens up the count at one and one. And that's the thing. I mean, you're just trying to take away as much of the strike zone on Baldwin as you can if you're the opposing team. And now a beauty across the outside plate, chest high, and Wilson swings and misses, and just like that, two. Strikes in a row, one and two. Got a chance to mow them down here early to start the season. Here comes the fire out of the hand right down the middle. Swinging and missing is Wilson, and just like that, we look to our St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union K-Count, and we got one up there on the board. One down against your Governor Wildcats, and now Dowling the junior will step into the right-handed batter's backs. In the on-deck circle is Reed, Jake Link in the hole here. You expect? A lot of fastballs here from Baldwin. And now he kicks up that leg and across the middle of the plate, but just up a little bit too high, and that will be ball one. So just like the first batter, he threw one ball, two to start, and then he fired three consecutive strikes. Let's see what he does here. Here comes the first pitch, and that catches the inside corner. Swing and missing is Dowling. It'll be one ball and one strike. Governor Wildcats, head coach by Joel Wall, And now Baldwin on the hill here, kicks up that left leg. Here comes the fire and a Barker's Beauty catching on that inside part of the plate again with speed. And now just like that, one ball and two strikes. He's starting to get the old Toro mower winding up here. And now he gets ready. Here comes that next fire and old Jiminy Crickets in the wild Frontier inside off the Glove of Ives. And that will be two balls and two strikes. A little bit of a chin music Throw there, not on purpose. Dowling didn't take it that way, nor did he get out of the way. Heck, I'd be getting out of the way a little bit quicker here. And now Baldwin looks to strike out his second batter. Two balls, two strikes. Here comes a fire right on the inside, and he got Dowling again. And now, just like that, two Ks rung up already in our St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union K count. Well, this top half of the first being brought to you this afternoon by Seaway Valley Prevention Council's Reality Check and Youth Society. Two great sponsors just trying to get tobacco marketing advertising out of the stores near schools and in our communities. And also, you know, trying to stop kids from youth gambling. I mean, two great sponsors to have alongside with us. We have great times, you know, at the schools together. And now a strike one here to read. So no balls. One strike. It was a curve ball that dropped a foot or two. And now... Inside, fouled down the first base side, out of play. And just like that, Reed is in the hole, no balls and two strikes. So Ethan Baldwin, to start the regular season in the central for your Blue Devils, could he strike out the side? Gets ready, kicks up the left leg. Here comes a fire right down the middle of the plate. It was a beauty, but Reed did get a hold of it, staying alive, as the Bee Gees would say, fouling it out down the first base side once again. Jake Link on deck. Logan Way in the hole at the Wildcats rally for two here. It's a touch of gray, as a Grateful Dead would say. A little bit of sunshine here and there. Trying to poke through now a curveball. Drops well, but drops too far a little bit into the dirt. And that will be a ball. So, again, Ty Reed, the senior, doing a great job. Only two seniors on this team of just nine for head coach Joe Wall and now Baldwin gets ready. Here comes the fire and again fouled this time down the right field line drifting out of play and does so an excellent job by the young man Reed here for the Wildcats so far not letting Baldwin get the best of him Baldwin's tried a great job by Baldwin I mean we're starting to get in a very nice pitcher batter of doer here in this third batter. Count is 2 balls 2 strikes. Baldwin looking to retire the side via the strikeout here. Agrees with the call from Ives. Kicks that leg up. Here comes the delivery, and that is foul down the first base side, trickling toward the Blue Devil dugout. Well, it might just be a time to go inside a little bit here if you're Baldwin. He's went with the curveballs. Reed's gotten a piece of them. He's went with the fastballs. He's gotten a piece of them. And now here comes the next fire from Baldwin. And he did go inside. I think a great choice. It went a little bit too inside and up a little bit. But, again, I think a great idea by Ethan Baldwin on that pitch. So Reed has continued to battle inside the right-handed batter's box for the Wildcats. Baldwin looking for his third strikeout. Here comes the fire up too high. And that is now officially three balls and two strikes. Before when I said it was two and two, it had been one ball and two strikes. So now three balls, two strikes, full count pitch. Here comes the fire and that up a little bit high. So Ty Reed earns a walk here this afternoon. we will get the first Governor Wildcat runner aboard here. A great job by both the pitcher and the batter this time around, though Reed wins the battle. The batter for the governor of Wildcats, an exceptional job fighting off a whole slew of pitches at one ball and two strike count to eventually earn the walk. That will bring up Jake Link, the senior. They're going to send the runner. It gets out of the gloves of Ives, and safely standing aboard second is Ty Reed. So you never know how things shake down in the game of baseball. It's so often And how did the Boston Red Sox truly win the World Series this year? It was by two out hits, and things happening with two outs. They were marvelous at it last year. And, well, Governor Wildcats got a little something going here with a runner in scoring position. Here comes the pitch inside but swung on by Link. And that is no balls and two strikes here. That first one was a strike even though it fell out of the gloves of Ives here. Baldwin looking the runner back at second. Here comes the pitch, swung on, fouled. And that goes behind home plate, out of play. And now, once again, we come to Baldwin, trying to get three strikeouts here to begin his first regular season game in this top half of the first. Blue Devils would love what you have to do defensively is shut things down immediately. You cannot let things happen with two outs. Here comes the fire, and that just a little bit low. The kneecaps. Jackson, Toronto. Words of encouragement coming from the shortstop position, trying to hold that runner on second base and read. Here comes the fire, a curveball, and that is a strike. It got in the dirt, dropped by Eyes, but he picks it up, throws to first. So officially a strikeout. Three strikeouts in this first inning run-up out of the hand of Ethan Baldwin. So we look at the Governor Wildcats. No hits, no runs, no errors, and they did leave one on second base in scoring position. Your Blue Devils come up to bat for the first time during the regular season. Next, Ives to lead them off, Griffith on deck, Baldwin in the hole on the North Country Sports Authority.
5: Steer right three, you're out.
3: Now what's going on? You haven't hit the ball for weeks. The cold showers at home are killing me, coach. My old water heater isn't putting out the hot water it used to. Sounds like this player needs a Bradford White Water Heater. All the hot water he'll need for showers, laundry, and the dishes. Gas, electric, tankless. Have your contractor get a Bradford White Water Heater at Potsdam Messina and Governor Plumbing Supply or Howland Pump in Ogdensburg.
5: There's the pitch. Oh, (laughs) is he ever hot now. Buster's delicious burgers are 8 ounces, grilled, seasoned, cooked medium well. Have you tried the Bill Burger? Comes with a mild wing sauce, crumbly blue cheese, lettuce, tomato, red onion, mayo, and bacon. Tasty. Tough choice, though. Buster's house specialty, the ritzy chicken. Tender chicken breast, hand-breaded, deep-fried, over-fettuccine, topped with their own Alfredo sauce. And then there's always the Jeter Quesadilla that talks to me. Grilled chicken, spinach, crumbles of bacon, cheddar jack cheese, tomatoes, and ranch dressing. Which one do you want? Get it at Buster's in Augsburg or Can. Too good to have just one.
1: You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer.
5: All righty, baby, it's time to see how
0: your OFA Blue Devils back to begin the regular season here. And, well, as mentioned, senior Hayden Ives leading them off here this afternoon. Junior Connor Griffith bats in the second spot. Senior Ethan Baldwin in the third spot. Jackson Toronto, the senior in the cleanup up spot. Orin Warchel, Warchel, excuse me, the junior in the fifth spot. Senior Mitchell Breno, bats in the sixth spot. Senior Chris Garcia in the seventh. Senior Grant LeBeau in the eighth. And senior Cooper Hunter in the ninth. That is your offensive lineup under head coach Larry Mahaffey. And, well, the Governor Wildcats, Ty Reed, the senior, who had a great at-bat against Baldwin when he was down in the count, one ball and two strikes to eventually earn a walk. He will be on the hill. Logan Way will back him up in the catcher's position. Jake Link at first. Xander Dowling at second base here this afternoon. At shortstop is Connor Wood. At third base is Jared Wilson. We get out to the outfield in left field. Tanner Pignoni. We look to center field and Garrett LeClaire. And closing things out defensively in right field is Storm Kingsbury for the Governor Wildcats. So your OFA Blue Devils, they got... Some games in yesterday, they finished up a game that has been suspended back on April 12th due to rain against Watertown. They knocked them off 3-2 to as Ethan Baldwin came in to get the save in game two, though. The Blue Devils, they did not play tremendously on the defensive side of the ball, got beat 10-1. to So now the bottom half of the first here. Hayden Ives, the senior will come up to bat to lead off your Blue Devils in the Carlisle law firm on deck circle stands Connor Griffith. It is a crapshoot. You get back from spring break. You got about five seasons or five weeks, excuse me, to get your baseball season in and then all of a sudden the playoffs. Here comes the first pitch out of the right hander, Reed, and it's a beauty right across the middle of the plate. I was looking at that one all the way. No balls and one strike. Blue Devils in their gray pants, thin blue stripe, bright blue jerseys, white numbers on the back, and the Devils in white across the front. And now one just catching at the knees on the outside corner finds eyes in the hole, no balls and two strikes. The Wildcats, they've got similar jerseys. they got the gray pants, they got the bright blue jerseys, but yellow numbers on the front and back and now outside getting past the catcher, one ball and two strikes. Again, not a very windy day at all on the diamond. A cloudy day. We expected rain around 6 o'clock. It kind of dripped a little bit just as this game started to get underway, but that has subsided, and now Eyes follows one back that was right down the middle of the plate to stay alive, one ball and two strikes. Our next game will be on Thursday. We head to the land of the Motown Rockets as they play host to the Hubleton Bulldogs, and now Reed gets ready. Here comes the pitch out of the right-hander, and it is a curveball. Fool's eyes, but gets out of the catcher's glove and eyes with the speed to first base, and a break for the OFA Blue Devils officially in the book. A strikeout for Reed, but no out. You'd rather have the out than the strikeout. And now coming up to bat is Connor Griffith, the junior, and he'll get ready to step into the left-handed batter's box. It's a wonderful opportunity if you have a good hitter, second in the lineup, that's left-handed and you've got your leadoff batter on because often a base hit out into right field can make things happen from first to third, and you love to play that in the game of baseball. And here comes the pitch, curveball. That'll be a strike. Eyes on the field to second, the throw to second. Away from the second baseman out into center field that I've standing on third. And just like that, you already start to see the wheels get a little rickety here on the Governor Wildcats. An opportunity to have a strikeout in the first out in this game. Instead, all of a sudden a runner on third for your OFA Blue Devils. Here comes the pitch behind. The batter eyes off a third as it rolls back to the cage. The ball will come in standing up. And just like that, your OFA Blue Devils with a one nothing lead on the Howland Pump supply scoreboard. And that's a tough one to swallow a little bit. If you're the governor of Wildcats, should have been, could have been an out. Instead, just like that, in the blink of an eye, it's a run here for your OFA Blue Devils. Griffith now gets ready. Here comes the fire swings. A grounder to short, picked up by the short, throw to first. Just in time to get Griffith, the 6'3", put out in the books to retire Connor. And now Ethan Baldwin will come up to bat for the first time here this afternoon. Going to try to help out his own cause. He had a good season last year at the plate. Honestly, off the top of my head, I don't know. I'm trying to find it in my notes, but I'm looking at 477 last season. You usually don't have your pitcher hit that well. And now he swings and misses on the first. No balls and one strike. So it nothing. 1-0. You're off a Blue Devils here in the bottom of the first. Nobody on and one down. Read on the hill for the Wildcats. Here comes the fire. Outside evens up the count at 1-1. One and one. Toronto sits in the on-deck circle. Owen Wartle in the hole for the Blue Devils as they start to get into their third cleanup, and then the middle of the lineup here early on. Reed gets ready. Here comes the fire up in the strike zone. So now two balls, one strike to count here to Baldwin. As always, you know, if you are better than a team in the Central Division and a team that only has nine players and you can win, you want to get the win because things are competitive. And now high and inside, three balls and one strike to Baldwin. Uh, if you missed the more back sons pregame show, the one thing I said, I think the central division in baseball is one of the most coveted regular season crowns in all the sports in high school. And now outside of hair and almost swinging, but holding back was Ethan. So he earns the walk here and now on first base. And the reason I say that is because it just seems like there's the most competition in the central division in boys, high school baseball, There's usually a solid four or five teams, and that bowls well for the regular season and gets you ready for the playoffs. In a lot of the other sports, there's only two or three good teams, perhaps, in the divisions. So I think baseball is really, honestly, if you win the regular season crown, it's probably the most significant that you can win. And now, pass ball, and Ethan Baldwin stealing second anyways and safely standing aboard here and now in scoring position. And the Governor Wildcats will take time here as the catcher runs into the dugout. Not quite sure what he's doing, but he's making some changes. I think he's actually grabbing a perhaps a new glove. Replacing the catcher's minute that he started this contest with. And Jackson Toronto, the senior, had a couple hits to finish off the game against Watertown yesterday in game one. And then had a couple hits in game two. I think a couple singles, a couple doubles. And now he gets in a left-handed batter's box and swings on the first one that was up a little bit. Had to pull himself out of the box even. So no balls and one strike. Warchill in the Carlisle Law Firm on deck circle. Breno in the hole for Blue Devils who have one out, one run, and a runner-in scoring position. Here comes the pitch. Swung on, fouled down the third base side over the Wildcats dugout. And that will be out of play. And, well, the OFA Blue Devil Varsity Home Diamond now sits behind Big Cheese Pizza. And I think it's always very risky if you try to watch the game from there. I always park my car in front of Big Cheese, actually, and walk around the corner. And now here comes the fire from Rita. Curveball low in the dirt. Baldwin thought about it, stopped halfway, and he'll run and retreat back to second. Two strikes here on Toronto. One of the big hitters here for your Blue Devils this season. Reed trying to get a big out here for the Wildcats. This could kind of all of a sudden get out of hand a little bit. And now we're going to try to steal third is Baldwin. And he is throwing out at third. Plus Jackson Toronto strikes out. That is two outs for the Governor Wildcats. That is a very, very significant play here. And that will do it for the Governor Wildcats. They were not sure that the inning was retired, but now they realize it. So Jackson Toronto strikes out. They throw out Ethan Baldwin trying to steal third. So your OFA Blue Devils in the end do manufacture a run off of no hits, no errors. Blue Devils in the end leave nobody on base. And if you ever need a play in the playbook, in a game of baseball for the Wildcats to get out of a jam. Boy, did they ever get it. Now they're looking at five, six, and seven in the lineup. Way, Wood, and LeClaire do up next year for Governor on the North Country Sports Authority.
6: Hey, Augnesburg, New York native Rick Carlisle, head coach of the Dallas Mavericks, to talk to you about the Carlisle Law Firm, focusing on personal injury, social security disability, and workman's compensation. Since 1961, the Carlisle Law Firm has been working to get people of the North Country the money that they
3: deserve. Consultations at the Carlisle Law Firm are always free. If you've been hurt, don't try to handle your case yourself.
6: For more information, visit PrestonCarlisle.com. The Carlisle Law Firm, working hard for hard-working people. I need business cards. I need yard signs.
7: I need some posters.
6: I need brochures and flyers.
7: I need invitations.
6: I need copies made. I need these
3: laminated. I need to send this overnight. I need to ship this out.
7: I need to get these documents notarized.
3: Ten different people, ten different things needed.
1: One solution the UPS store in Ogdensburg, Price Chopper Plaza, minutes from the bridge. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer.
5: All righty. I welcome you back to the
0: start for us here in the regular season of your OFA Blue Devils boys high school baseball team. You currently join me as we head to the top of the second, the Blue Devils with one run in the bottom of the first, a run, Actually, it was a strikeout, but the catcher had missed the ball, dropped it, and Hayden Ives was able to get to first base, and then he let his wheels do the rest from there, stealing second. And when they threw to second to try to get him out, it went into the outfield. He went to third, and then on a pass ball, boom, just like that, he was into home plate. Blue Devils had built a one nothing lead, had a runner on third. It looked like maybe they could get two or three this inning instead. Reed does a great job for the Governor Wildcats on the mound. He strikes out the batter, catcher catches it, throws to third, and they got Baldwin trying to steal third to retire the inning and keep it at a 1-0 game. And now we begin this top of the second. Way leads the way for the governor at Wildcats. Wood on deck, LeClaire in the hole. In the first inning, Ethan Baldwin retired all three outs via the strikeout. He gave up one walk in that first inning. One ball, one strike to count here to the right-handed batter Way. Here comes the next pitch. Had some heat on her, and right across the middle of the plate, just above the belt buckle a little bit, and now one ball and two strikes is the count. Again, a warm day, about 63. No sun trying to enable to get through the gray clouds here. Here comes the fire from Baldwin, and just a little bit low. Found its way across the plate, and that will even up the count at two balls and two strikes. And while we did the one game, we were supposed to do a couple, perhaps, OFA baseball games before spring break, but obviously because of the weather, we weren't doing those games. We had as swing and missing is Logan Way, the four-strikeout this afternoon for Baldwin. So we ended up actually doing only one game before spring break. That was girls' high school lacrosse, your OFA Blue Devil girls lacrosse team, looking for, like, their first win in over three-plus seasons. They took on the Hewilton Bulldogs. Unfortunately, the Bulldogs were the ones to take the bite out of the Blue Devils and get the victory. So then spring break came, and now all of a sudden we are going to really dive into it in about five weeks. It, 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 in a way, it, it, your you it's your exclusive home
1: for Major League Baseball. Game, that's not
0: quite the way it goes here as Baldwin now working against Connor Wood, a freshman here for the Wildcats, right-handed batter, and he's hit, and that has to hurt a little bit. But he shakes it off all right, and he'll be down to first base. And the Wildcats will have somebody on here in the top of the second. But the God's honest truth is I get out like nine different schedules. You get out the Lisbon softball girls team. You get out the Lisbon boys baseball, Morristown girls softball, Morristown boys, same for Hewleton, same for OFA. So there's eight schedules right there. Then you get out the lacrosse schedule for Hewleton, that's nine. The OFA girls lacrosse, that's ten. The OFA boys lacrosse. That's 11 schedules. Then I got, you know, excuse me, my daughter's lacrosse schedule, including that. So I'm looking at 11 different schedules, trying to cover all the teams the best I can between OFA, Lisbon, Hewelton, and Motown. And and in a good way, stay with who's hot. I mean, obviously, OFA baseball, I mean, they've been tremendous and consistent over the years, like Hewleton. So we we try to cover more of their games, you know. And and all of a sudden, if if time went on and Morristown becomes really hot, we'll, we'll try to bring you those games as more. So, just trying to do the best they can for you here, and that's a wild. pitch. Goes rolls back to the cage, and with the free trip to second is Connor Wood. So the way things have been manufactured here this afternoon for both sides of the fence and getting runners in scoring position has not been via the hits. And now getting ready here is Baldwin. Kicks up that left leg inside, gets past eyes, and on the way to third is Connor Wood. And the OFA Blue Devils, they, they kind of need a little bit of, you know, if, if it was still legal, I'd go to the training box and I'd get the old smelling salts out right now. And I'd say, wake up, boys, because a lot, honestly, all of a sudden there's no chatter. They've already felt they've won this game through an inning and a half of play with a one nothing lead here. Pass balls just kind of trotting to them. I mean, just, you know, I know it's early in the season, but come on, let's pick it up a little bit here. They do have the lead, your OFA Blue Devils, one nothing on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. So runners as that runner still on second, which I'm not quite sure why, but it is the Wildcats that have runners on first and second up to bat here is Garrett LeClaire. Baldwin gets ready to pignone. Here comes the fire, and that up just a little bit too much. So all of a sudden, the Wildcats having a little bit of fun here with runners on first and second, one out. But just like the Governor Wildcats got out of a jam defensively on the diamond, could the Blue Devils do the same here? Baldwin agrees with the Ives. kind of checking the runner out at second. Here comes the fire, and that up in the strike zone, that'll be a ball here to Pignoni. On deck is the ninth batter in the lineup, Kingsbury, and then it will be back to the top of the lineup here for the Governor Wildcats. Couple balls, no strikes here on Pignoni. Here comes the fire from Baldwin. That is right down in middle. Pignoni taking that one all the way. And now Baldwin will start to try to fight his way back in this count. Runners take the lead off in first and second for the Wildcats. one nothing Blue Devils. One down here in this top of the second. And now a walk. That is ball four. So the base is loaded here for the Governor Wildcats. Back-to-back walks. One down, and now up to bat is Kingsbury, right-handed batter for the Wildcats, and be the top of the lineup. Wilson waiting on deck. Baldwin gets ready. Here comes the fire, and that right down the plate. Again, I remember this young man twice against the Governor Wildcats in the Section 10 Class B playoffs with the bases loaded. And none down or one out and getting out of the jam each time. So he's very capable of it. And now, just like that, fires two consecutive pitches, two consecutive swings and misses by Kingsbury. No balls and two strikes, your count. But, again, they're not a word hardly being set on the diamond here by the Blue Devils. And that is looked at all the way by Kingsbury. That is the fifth strikeout now registered in our St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union k count. But more important, that is two outs now for your Blue Devils as Baldwin looking to get out of this bases loaded jam here. We'll face the leadoff batter and Wilson 0-for-1 struck out in the first. Left-handed batter looks at the first pitch up and high. One ball and no strikes is the count. As I mentioned before, a couple pass balls, we've, we've been kind of lackadaisical getting to them. With the bases loaded now, anything that gets past the catch got to be quick back to the cage. And now right down the middle of the plate with some mustard on her. And that will even up the count at one ball and one strike. I think this is a huge moment for the Governor Wildcats. Again, nine players down this year. Here comes the pit, swung at and missed. And now one ball and two strikes. So if you have an opportunity on the road with the bases loaded and one out and don't cash in on any runs, it's definitely going to come back to haunt you. And now Baldwin gets ready. Here comes the big fire right down the middle of the plate, swinging and missing is Wilson. So no runs, no hits, no errors. The Governor Wildcats, they cannot take advantage of a couple walks and a hit batter, and the base is loaded with one down to produce nothing. And in the end, striking out some more batters is Ethan Baldwin. He has got six strikeouts through two innings of play. And now you're Blue Devils. Kind of on the teeter-totter, right? They had a chance to not break the game wide open. we will go up by a couple in the first. They didn't. Then they kind of laxed a little bit defensively, I think, in that top of the second inning. So I'd like to see them try to come out strong, try to get on board, run the bases aggressive here, and try to get momentum back in their favor. And Owen Warchel batting in the fifth spot, Mitchell Brennell in the sixth, and Chris Garcia in the seventh will be due up next year for OPA on the North Country Sports Authority.
1: Find out more at chcnorthcountry.org. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. Oh, baby,
5: I came ill prepared here this afternoon. Love to have the
0: box of Cracker Jacks. Man, not only do they taste good, but I wonder what i get for a surprise inside. Well, the surprise today so far... Your OFA Blue Devils have a one nothing lead here on the Governor Wildcats to start their regular Central Division season here. And now stepping into the box for the Blue Devils is junior Owen Warchel talking to head coach Larry Mahaffey, his first at-bat for the OFA Blue Devils was a home run over the right field fence. Man, what a great way to start your varsity career, and, and what a tough place to come from, go from there, right? Now he steps into that left-handed batter's box. Does the junior here. Reed on the hill for the Wildcats. Had a successful first inning. Did walk a batter. Who eventually was stranded on second. He actually struck out the first batter and hated eyes with a pass ball. Led him eventually around the end the score. But Reed did a great job keeping things in control and keeping the Wildcats close. And now... Two balls, no strikes here to Warchill. Here comes the next pitch inside. So just like that, Warchill, three balls and no strikes. Breno and the Carlisle Law Firm on deck. Circle getting ready here. Garcia in the hole. Here comes the fire from Reed, and that will be ball four. Too much up in the strike zone. And again, I mean, you, you look through now the two innings of play. Both teams, I mean, Governor had a runner in scoring position in the first inning. In the second inning, they had the bases loaded. Your Blue Devils have had a run come in. Uh, as often of, after that, had a runner in scoring position. You would think there would be some hits, uh, but there's still no hits in this ball game. And now, ball low to Mitchell Breno. Garcia on deck, Laboe in the hole, with nobody down, and a one-nothing lead on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. The right-hander Reed gets ready. Here comes the pitch outside. Two balls and no strikes. So all of a sudden, kind of, you know, just a little bit. Ethan had some control trouble in that bottom of the second, was able to get out of the jam. Reed having a little bit of control trouble here in this bottom of the second. It has the feel that the Blue Devils can get the bats going to kind of, in the end, put this game out of hand here. And now one right down the middle. So Reed finally finds the plate here. Get himself back in the count. Two balls, one strike to count. He'll look back to Warchel. Not a huge lead off of first base. Here comes the pitch. Swung on. That's a beauty. That's going to hit the right center gap. Right center. Right fielder late to get on the run. And now all of a sudden, Warchel touching second, touching third. He's going to be waved home. And a standoff triple by Mitchell Breno. An RBI triple by the young man to drive in the second run in this contest. And when you talk about placing a ball, besides putting it over the fence, you couldn't place it any better. The right center field gap, and again, the right fielder a little bit of a late uh, a get to it. And as a result, Mitchell Brennell standing up on third with the RBI triple, and your OFA Blue Devils have a 2-0 lead here on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. And now Garcia will step into the right-handed batter's box and look at strike one right down the middle of the plate. LeBow on deck, Hunter in the hole, and then the top of the lineup. The clouds just seem to get a little grayer, a little thicker, and we expect that they might fall at some point. Now a curveball shot to second base, and that will be out at first, but driving in the run is Garcia. He did a good job by placing the ball to the opposite side of the field. And he'll get the RBI. 4-3 put out in the books. That's the first out on your Blue Devils. Now 3 to nothing. And like I said, it, it just I felt like if, if they get the bats going, watch the heck out. And now LeBeau with a good eye. No strikes and one ball. Hunter on deck, Ives in the hole. Here comes a fire from Reed. That's up and out of the strike zone over the top of LeBeau. Your right-handed batter. So now two balls and no strikes. Tough if you're the Governor Wildcats to just have nine players to field on the team all season long. And I hear one of them is going to the draft tomorrow. They're going to have to pull up a JV player or two. And now ball in the dirt, gets out of the catcher's mitt, and no harm, no foul, nobody on board right now currently for the Blue Devils. So now three balls, no strikes here to Grant LeBeau, the senior. This is kind of the fish on the line, getting ready to break the line as far as the Blue Devils concerned here and stretch things out too far. And Now up in the strike zone, and that will be ball four. Third walk given up this afternoon by Reed. And now with one out, three-nothing lead, your OFA Blue Devils continue to put pressure here on the Wildcats with Lebeau now on first and Cooper Hunter stepping into the right-handed batter's box. Lead taken off of first. Here comes the fire. Outside and already going was Lebeau. So he'll safely be aboard standing up on second base with the stolen base. And immediately, the OFA Blue Devils being aggressive on the bases, the way you got to be in the game of baseball, right? I mean, as soon as the first pitch is coming, they are sending their man. So if I'm the governor of Wildcats, I'm watching how aggressive the Blue Devils are being. I'm going to try to do the best I can maybe to pick off one of those guys, leaving a hair bit early, and that'll be a strike to Hunter. Actually, I guess they're calling it outside. Two balls, no strikes here to Hunter. Here comes the next pitch. That swung on, fouled down the left field line, out of play. So now you're one strike here on Hunter. That's ninth in the lineup to start the first regular season game here for head coach Mahaffey. Eyes in the Carlisle law firm on deck circle, Griffith in the hole. And now here comes the fire from Reed, curveball. Sweeney and missing is Cooper Hunter, and that'll be strike number three. And that'll be the second strikeout for Reed here this afternoon. And now the Blue Devils have three outs. Now Ives, who officially struck out in the first inning, but a drop ball by the catch. And with his wheels, he got the first, then a stolen base, and a pass ball. Then it so came around to score. One ball, no strikes to Ives. Griffith now on deck. Ethan Baldwin in the hole If the Blue Devils go with two outs here. Reed gets ready to fire. Here it comes, and that's outside. So just like that, two balls and no strikes here to Ives. Wind starting to pick up just a little bit here on the Blue Devil home diamond. Still kind of for the most part from behind home plate pushing out towards center field and now find the strike zone as Reed gets a strike here on the eyes. That will make him a hitter in the right-handed batter's box with two balls and one strike if anything's close. Reed looks back to runner LeBeau at second. Here comes the pitch and that swung on. Pops up high in the air and dies in the trees just before hitting. One of the vehicles lined up, watching the boys play some baseball here this afternoon. So, Ives, all of a sudden now, two balls, two strikes, trying to stay in it here. Reed gets ready, right-handed hurler, kicks up the left leg only a little bit. Here comes the pitch, curveball out of the strike zone. Blue Devils steal third, diving in, getting that belly dirty is LeBeau. Going to have to get out the tide here tonight. And now the Blue Devils with two outs, runner on third. Three balls, two strikes to count here to eyes as Griffith waits on deck. Here comes the pitch from Reed, and that is swung on. That'll be a base hit out into center field. Over the center fielder's head, it's rolling to the wall. Coming off third to scores LeBeau. The wheels start to get wound up on the legs' eyes as he cruises past second, and he's in third. The second RBI triple in this inning alone for your OFA Blue Devils. And now 4 nothing on the Howland Pump Supplies scoreboard. Griffith, left-handed hitter, 0-1, grounded out to short, back in the first. Looking to get that duck in off the pond here. The Blue Devils. Starting to sneak away with this one a little bit, kind of like we were talking about. And now, just catching the inside corner. Nice pitch by Reed. And that'll be the first strike on Griffith. No balls and one strike. Here comes the next fire, and that low in the dirt evens up the count one and one. Just in case you're joining me, Christopher Spicer, we're going to play-by-play. A boys' high school baseball here this afternoon. Your Old Bay Blue Devils playing host to the Governor Wildcats in their first regular season Central Division game of the year and have currently a 4-0 lead on the Holland Pump Supply scoreboard, but a runner on third trying to cash in on another here. And did you know, all you have to do also now is go to cbogginsburg.com. You can visit via your phone, your tablet, your computer, listen to the games online, so no matter where you go, you can listen, and also you can see our schedule there and view and listen to all our past games that we've done. It's all by visiting cbogginsburg.com, and now one right down the middle. Griffith thought he was heading out of the batter's box down to first with the walk, but he's got to get back in here and face another pitch from Reed. Here comes the fire, that low in the dirt, and that will be ball forward now to Griffith. The fourth walk given up this afternoon by Reed. So runners on the corners here for your OFA Blue Devils As Ethan Baldwin will come up to the plate. Head coach and first base coach Mahaffey will come over and talk to Ethan before he makes his way into the right-handed batter's box. I would have to expect here that the OFA Blue Devils will steal second. You would expect the catcher either to throw back to his pitcher or maybe the shortstop come in to cut it off to maybe try to entice potentially Ives to come off third. And now Reed will step off the hill, fake the throw back over to the right. Does not make the throw, and obviously safely back to the bag is Griffith. Here comes the pitch. Griffith's on his way to second. Came out of the catcher's glove, no throw. So now runners on second and third. If you're the governor of Wildcats and you have any hopes of perhaps coming back and winning this contest here this afternoon, 4-0 versus 6-0 is a big deal. Here comes the pitch. That is swung on hard base hit out into left field, and that will drive both runners in and squirts through the legs of the left fielder and Baldwin on second base. And RBI single, two RBIs for Ethan Baldwin, and then with the error, getting to second base. And just like that, 6 nothing on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard, and this one's starting to get away early from the Governor Wildcats. And that will bring up Jackson Triano. And now head coach Joe Wall will take a visit to the heel here for Governor. We'll see if he decides to make a change. Owen Warchel led off this inning with a walk. And he will be in the Carlisle Law Firm on deck circle. So the Blue Devils looking to bat around here. They've already scored five runs in this inning to match up with the run they scored in the first. Have a 6 nothing lead now on the Howland Pump Supplies scoreboard. Jackson 0 for one here this afternoon. Struck out back in the first. One of the many solid hitters the Blue Devils have. And quite a bit of time being taken by Joe, just discussing things, making sure gives the second, tries to pump some confidence into Reed, let the infield know, like, hey, this is what we got to do here. Let's try to get out of this inning. Tough for the Wildcats, who kind of came on the map all of a sudden over the last couple of years, thanks to the arm of Connor Fenlong and some other very good baseball players. Well, unfortunately, now those players are gone. They only have nine to feel the team. And now in the left-handed batter's box is Triano in the first pitch. I mean, it, it looked just a couple inches above the cleats, but it did drop. So as it came across the plate, must have been at the knee level, according to the head umpire. And we got no balls in one strike. Now outside, evens up the count at one and one. As mentioned, when we finish the 2019 spring sports season and we head into summer, we'll have finished our ninth season with high school sports, and now a chopper down the first base side drifting foul and does, and in Toronto one ball and two strikes. So That's pretty darn cool, you and I cruising down the track together for nine years. That's a significant amount of time and a lot of games, and then we'll be celebrating our 10-year anniversary coming up in the fall of 2019 with some OFA football and OFA soccer and all the other schools in Hewelton, Lisbon, Morristown as well. And now here comes the pitch, swung on, that is high, out in the left field, left field, on the run, going to be tough, man, he's got it in the glove, and that will retire the inning for the Governor Wildcats. Jackson Trion retired F7 in the books, but not before your OFA Blue Devils score five runs off of three hits, and the Blue Devils, they strand one, In Ethan Baldwin on second base have a 6-0 lead on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. The Wildcats, they're going to send 2, 3, and 4 up in the lineup in Dowling, Reed, and Link next year on the North Country Sports Authority.
6: Let me tell you a thing or two about the people who don't compromise. For starters, they love a nice, cold Pepsi Zero Sugar. Why? Because it's delicious, it's refreshing, and it has zero sugar. How's that for not compromising? They're the sort of person that likes surf with their turf, because who decided beef shouldn't have a buddy? And the drink with their feast? Yeah, they have a Pepsi Zero Sugar. The person who doesn't compromise loves a good golden doodle. All the golden retriever goodness with just a hint of doodle. No compromises there. Oh, and when they're bringing said golden doodle for a walk, they bring a Pepsi Zero Sugar. (laughs) They're the kind of person jorts were made for. 50% jeans, 50% shorts, 100% the most comfortable thing that's ever graced your wardrobe. Not compromising never looked so good. So crack open a Pepsi Zero Sugar and taste what it's like to have it all. Pepsi Zero Sugar. All the flavor, zero the sugar. No compromise is needed.
1: You're listening to AM 1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM 1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer.
0: Ah, welcome you back to Boys High School Baseball. Just in case you're joining me, Chris Spicer bringing a play-by-play here as your OFA Blue Devils playing host to the Governor of Wildcats. We expected the rain to start to come tonight, maybe around 6 o'clock. It sprinkled a little earlier, around 4.30 to start this baby, but then went away, but as mentioned, the gray clouds just getting a little bit thicker and kind of hovering more over this baseball diamond here. And now Ethan Baldwin gets ready to begin his third inning of work. He has struck out five batters through two innings of play, or excuse me, six batters through two innings of play, and the first one out of his arm got some heat, but inside and will be ball one to Dowling. Read on deck, link in the hole for the Governor Wildcats. They had a runner in scoring position with two outs in the first inning. Couldn't get them in. They had the bases loaded with one down in the second. Couldn't get anybody in. And it's got to be like a nightmare for the Wildcats going back to those Class B championship games over the years and where they've had the bases loaded with one out or no outs and not be able to score runs. They weren't able to do it there. And then all of a sudden the Blue Devils, with the one run they had in the first, a couple RBI triples, uh, a single by Ethan Baldwin, and the next thing you know the Blue Devils put up five runs in the bottom of the second. Have a 6 nothing lead and now a strike here to Dowling. He digs some dirt, looks back at head coach and third base coach Wall, digs back into the right-handed batter's box. Here comes the delivery, a beauty right down the middle of the plate, and that'll be strike two now on Dowling. Again, Baldwin over the years has pitched many a wonderful games for your OFA Blue Devils. Did a great job, I mean, really following uh, Seth Pinkerton, right? I mean, that's a tough act to follow. And, and he came in and really did, did the same exact thing, has taken over and done a phenomenal job in swinging and missing his dowling. So every out that the Blue Devils have got through now two and a thirds inning of play have been via the strikeout. Here comes Baldwin's fire, and at a beauty of a curveball, drops and then hangs on to the outside corner. No balls and one strike. So seven rung up in our St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union K-Count. And, well, this top of the third inning this afternoon, being brought to you by Community Health Center of the North Country, where it's actually about your health care, and they're coming soon to Augensburg, and now swinging strike two. Here is Reed. Reed, who had a wonderful at-bat, his last at-bat getting down the count one ball and two strikes and fouling off several pitches, taking some balls. and eventually earned a walk in and in the scoring position, but couldn't get driven in. And now swing and missing, strike three, a beauty of a pitch inside. And, well, as Ethan struggled with a little bit uh, with control in the bottom of the second, he's come out on target here to begin this top of the third and now has eight strikeouts. I mean, he has as many strikeouts as you could possibly have so far through two and two-thirds innings of play. Here comes the next fire, and that up high got away from a little bit, goes back to the cage. But it went through the cage. I maybe could have snuck out the left hand and tried to catch it. Probably definitely would have had a red mark, though, the way he's throwing that. It is Jake Link, the senior 0-for-1, struck out in the first. Here comes a fire from Baldwin, and that is strike one. Maybe just getting a piece of it was Link, but it went back into the glove here of eyes. 6 nothing. Here, Blue Devils, one run in the first. Added five in the second. And now here comes Baldwin's throw, a curveball, and a beauty again. Starting right down the middle of the plate and then breaking to the outside here on this right-handed batter. And now two strikes here on Link. One ball and two strikes that count. Making quick work is Baldwin of this inning. Here comes a fire right down the middle. That'll be a strike. Runner, as it bounces off of Ives' glove, will start to truck to first, but Ives gathers it to his left, makes the throw to Garcia, and through three innings of play, nine strikeouts for Ethan Baldwin in your OFA Blue Devils. No runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on base. The Blue Devils now with a six-run cushion look to add another one or two here. We'll send Warchel, Breno, and Garcia. And things started to happen when these guys came up in the bottom of the second inning. So we'll see what they do again when we come back next year on the North Country Sports Authority.
8: Style, agility, and sportiness are all combined into one with the Buick Regal and Regal Tour X at Mort & Sons. The Regal lineup offers excellent driving performance, available all-wheel drive, and cargo versatility unmatched by many of the cars on the road today. For added peace of mind, the Regal is also available with an impressive list of safety features. Stop by and see our friendly professional sales staff on Route 68 or check us out online at mortbacchus.com. Mortbacchus & Sons, taking care of the North Country for over 65 years.
3: Thank you. Have a nice day. Ugh,
8: did you see all that tobacco marketing in there? Marketing? I
2: didn't see anything. Come on, they had a whole display of cigarette packs. That's tobacco marketing? Yeah, it's in our convenience stores, gas stations, drug stores, and studies show the more of it kids see, the more likely they are to smoke. Wow, our kids have seen enough. How can I protect them from tobacco marketing? You can take action at tobaccofreenys.org.
3: Brought to you by Reality Check of St. Lawrence County. 713- Four eight six one.
1: You're listening to AM fourteen hundred ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM fourteen hundred ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer.
5: Alrighty, I welcome you back
0: inside the Richard Winter Cancer Center broadcast booth set up right behind the cage here in home plate of your OFA Blue Devil Varsity Baseball Field as they take on and play host to the Governor Wildcats in their first regular season Central Division game. And, well, they have built a 6 nothing lead on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. Hayden Ives let off the game here this afternoon. Actually struck out, but the catcher dropped the ball with his speed. He was able to get the first. Next thing you know, he stole second. They threw to second to try to get him out. They threw it out in the outfield. He was standing on third. They passed ball, and all of a sudden it's one nothing. That's the way we end the first inning of play with your Blue Devils up one nothing. Then we get into the second inning. The Governor Wildcats had a chance. They had the bases loaded without any hits in that inning and just one down to maybe manufacture some runs and take the lead. They couldn't. And now two consecutive balls here to the leadoff batter, Owen Warchel for your OFA Blue Devils. And then all of a sudden, the second inning, it was Owen Warchel that led things off. He walked. Then an RBI triple by Mitchell Breno. Chris Garcia then. Uh, with a, a hit just to the second baseman, drove in off a third Breno. So he got the RBI. Then LeBeau was walked. Then another RBI triple by Hayden Eyes this time around. Then Griffith was walked. Ethan Baldwin had an RBI single, drove in two runs, a matter of fact, and the Blue Devils five runs in that second inning for the 6 nothing lead on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. And let's see what the junior left-handed batter does and that will be strike three called on Warchel, the third strikeout for Reed here this afternoon. And I, I might be mistaken, but you usually don't see this often. Three left-handed batters for your OFA Blue Devils, I believe, in the lineup between Warchel, uh, Jackson Toronto and Connor Griffith, and now Mitchell Brenner, who absolutely ripped a triple. Out into right center field, back in his first at-bat in the second inning. Now having an opportunity back into the right-handed batter's box. Looks at this one outside. In the Carlisle Law Firm on deck circle is senior Chris Garcia. In the hole is senior Grant LeBeau. And now here comes the fire from Reed that is outside. So two balls now on Breno. And your Blue Devils, with a 6 nothing lead, have one out against them here in this bottom of the third inning. They don't necessarily, it looks like, need to score a lot of runs, but you want to see them, you know, first regular season game, start to get the bats going a little bit better. And now that will be ball four to Brent. So the young man has found his way on base both times here this afternoon. And such a pivotal point in the lineup, right? I mean, you always think, you know, we're, we're going to get hits from our first five guys, but... Really, in the game of baseball, it's, it's 5, 6, seven, eight, nine that really win a lot of games. And, well, Mitchell in the sixth spot tonight for head coach Larry Mahappy, Ari with the RBI triple. And now on first base, and that will bring up senior Chris Garcia. And the first pitch on its way, and also on his way to second is Mitchell Breno sliding in safely. And runner in scoring position now for your OFA Blue Devils. And we'll see if Garcia potentially could get his second RBI here of this contest. He did ground out to second, but drove in that run off of third base in his last at-bat here in the second inning. Now looks from that next pitch from the right-handed hurler, Reed. Here comes the fire down the middle of the plate below. Good eye by Reed. And now Garcia will step back into the box. Usually you see the number 99. You automatically think of the great Wayne Gretzky. Watched a sports documentary on him last night, or a couple nights ago on 30-for-30 special about on the trade from him to the L.A. Kings. But you think about the expansion in the NHL going from, what, like 21 teams to 30 teams because of his move out west, even though it really knocked the heck out of the Oilers franchise. And now working his way back into this count here is Reed. He's done it often in this contest. And this is not an easy lineup to face. And now here comes the next fire, and at a beauty of the pitch right on the outside corner, gets Garcia to chase, and now two strikes on Garcia. trying to win his way back in this at pitch here, and at bat, here comes the fire, and And we have a balk on the Governor Wildcats, and that would have actually been strike three on Garcia, potentially, but he might have swung at the same time. And now with the free trip to third is Mitchell Brennell. And with one out, the Blue Devils, a 6 nothing lead, looking to tack a little more on. And this is exactly where Garcia got his RBI last time here with the runner on third. Here comes the pitch, swung on and missed. Read a nice fire, a good pitch location. And that will be the fourth strikeout this afternoon for the young man on the hill who's carrying a lot of weight on his shoulders trying to keep this Blue Devil offense at bay. And now Grant LeBeau will come up to bat. 0 for 1, walked, and eventually came around to score in the second. And now getting ready is Reed. Kicks that left leg up. Pitch just a little bit low and outside. The bow steps out of that right-handed batter's box for a second. Now we'll step back in. Taking the lead off a third is Mitchell Breno here for your Blue Devils. Here comes the fire from Reed. That's it. High in the air over the Blue Devil dugout down the first base side. Not a play. Two balls, one strike, two outs, and now Breno retreats back to third and gets ready once again. LeBeau digs in with his cleats into that dirt clay in the right-handed batter's box. Here comes the fire swung on right back to the cage, and that will even up the count at two balls and two strikes. If there was no cage and I had no reaction time, I'd have a big bump on my forehead and potentially rolling spelled across it as that baby was right in front of my face. But luckily, the cage working here. Now a big fire out of the hand of Reed, a little bit low and outside. Gets away from the catcher in off third to score. Standing up is Mitchell Breno. And now a seven-nothing lead here for your Ofe Blue Devils on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. And now in the on-deck circle is Cooper Hunter. That one's fouled back and above the trees is behind home plate. And we'll dance again. Hunter on deck. Ives in the hole here for OFA Blue Devils if they go with two outs here. Now Reed gets ready. Here comes the fire. And swinging and missing is LeBeau. Third strikeout in this inning alone for a read. Got five outs here this afternoon via the K. So your OFA Blue Devils do manufacture another run off no hits. I mean, they got seven runs off of just three hits here this afternoon. They did not leave anybody on base. So after three complete innings of play, your OFA Blue Devils seven, the Governor Wildcats zero. They're going to send five, six, and seven up. Way, Wood, and Leclaire are the Wildcats next here
4: Because defending your tomorrow should start today.
5: Would you like to be driving a nicer vehicle, one with less miles, less wear and tear, along with some nice new options?
2: You can have it with a vehicle loan from St. Lawrence
5: Federal Credit Union. And in April, you'll receive a $25 gas card with your vehicle loan. Go online, call, or stop into one of their branches in Ogdensburg, Canton, or Potsdam to apply.
2: And start enjoying your new vehicle, St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union, where people are worth more than money. In Potsdam, Canton, and Ogdensburg, federally insured by NCUA.
1: You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer.
0: Okay. Okay. I welcome you back here to the North Country Sports Authority. Sorry about that. We we're just live with coach Larry happy. A lot of substitutions and changes have been made. i got a couple of them, but not all of them. There's been like five or six substitutions made here as we go defensively to, to this inning for your off Blue Devils. Top of the fourth, Ethan Baldwin, through three innings of play, has given up no runs, has walked three batters, has struck out nine. He's got as many strikeouts as he possibly can. And now Logan Wade, the junior, batting in the fifth spot, 0-for-1 here this afternoon. Into the right-handed batter's box. On deck is Wood. In the hole is LeClaire. Swinging and missing is Way. So no balls and two strikes. I know that Jackson Jones is in for Chris Garcia on first base. Now the next pitch is low. So one ball and two strikes. And we'll get to the rest of these changes that head coach Larry Mahaffey made. And just like the spring flowers we are waiting for will come soon enough here in the North Country. And with that, soon enough, I think your OFA Blue Devil is going to rack up some wins this year in the Central Division. A very good, solid baseball team. We've come to expect a lot from this OFA Blue Devil baseball team, but that's only because of how well the coaches have done going back to Jim Pinkerton, to Mike Sargent, to then Tom Pinkerton, now Larry Mahappy, and Strike 3, Logan Way goes down via the K. 10 strikeouts for Ethan Baldwin here this afternoon. He ran into a little bit of a turbulence in the first inning, uh, walking the third batter after striking out the first two, a stolen base, so they had a runner in scoring position, but then got the fourth batter up uh, via the strikeout. That retired the inning. Then the Wildcats in uh, that second inning, uh, after the original batter struck out, they then uh, they had a batter that was hit by a pitch, a couple consecutive walks, and the next thing you know, Governor Walker had the bases low in the bottom of the second, which is one out. But then Ethan got the next two guys via the strikeout. He came up in the third and retired them one, two, three. Dowling, Reed, and Link, two, three, and four in the lineup via the strikeout. He struck out Logan Way to begin this inning. And now here comes the next pitch, and Wood goes down via the strikeout as well. It was a little upside. Up in the strike zone, Wood does chase eleven strikeouts rung up in our Saint Lawrence Federal Credit Union K Count this afternoon. A miraculous job on a hill here for Ethan Baldwin the senior. And this inning brought to you by the UPS store in Ogdensburg. And now swinging and missing, strike one here. Leclaire, he is 0 for one. Walked back in the second. Baldwin. Looking to retire, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight batters in a row via the K, and now just getting a piece of it was Leclerc, the sophomore, two strikes. Pignone on deck and Kingsbury in the hole. If the Wildcats go with two outs here, and now the next pitch right down the middle, a beauty, and swinging and missing is Leclerc. So for the second inning in a row, Ethan Baldwin strikes out the side has 12 strikeouts through four innings of play. No runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on base. And now the Blue Devils are coming up ninth in the batting lineup and then back to the top of the lineup. Again, I don't want to say exactly who it is going to be because there's changes that have been made. So we'll get to that when we come back next year on the North Country Sports Authority.
5: Steve, right three, you're out!
3: Now what's going on? You haven't hit the ball for weeks. The cold showers at home are killing me, coach. My old water heater isn't putting out the hot water it used to. Sounds like this player needs a Bradford White Water Heater. All the hot water he'll need for showers, laundry, and the dishes. Gas, electric, tankless. Have your contractor get a Bradford White Water Heater at Potsdam Messina and Governor Plumbing Supply or Howland Pump in Ogdensburg. There's the pitch! Oh, is he ever hot now! If you've been hurt in a car accident, call the lawyers at the Carlisle Law Firm. We can help you get the answers that you need. Don't try to handle it yourself. For almost 60 years, the lawyers at the Carlisle Law Firm have been fighting to represent the folks who are injured in the North Country, getting them the medical care they need and money they deserve for injuries they've sustained through other people's negligence. Two convenient locations to serve you better, 602 State Street in Augensburg, and 215 Washington Street in Watertown.
1: At the Carlisle Law Firm, we work hard for hardworking people. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer.
5: All right, I welcome you back inside the
0: Richard Winter Cancer Center broadcast booth. Just in case you're joining me. Christopher Spicer bringing the play-by-play of boys' high school baseball here this afternoon. A Central Division matchup. Your OFA Blue Devils' first one of the year at home taking on the Governor Wildcats. And while they scratched across, a run in the first, five in the second, one in the third for a 7 nothing lead on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. I've got seven, but they've got six. And now your Blue Devils will begin this inning. With Reed on the hill, and that first pitch is low in the dirt, and it's Alex Barrett, senior here for your Ofe Blue Devils, into the right-handed batter's box. So Barrett in replace of Cooper Hunter here in the lineup for head coach Larry Mahaffey, Reed, who I think has done a really good job for the Wildcats today. I mean, truthfully, he's only held he's held the blue this contest. It's just been some walks, a, a couple errors, some pass balls. Uh, that's kind of where the seven runs have come from. And, again, I'm not quite sure why they have six. I I believe it is I only have six posts up in the Holland Pump Supply Score, but I'll have to make sure and double-check that. Low in the dirt here on Alex Barrett. Nonetheless, the OFA Blue Devils are in control of this game. Hayden Eyes waits in the Carlisle Law Firm on deck circle here. Connor Griffith in the hole. Here comes a fire from Reed outside, and ball four to Barrett. That would be the sixth walk given up here by Reed this afternoon. And back to the top of the lineup and right-handed hitter, Hayden Ives. Hayden is one for two this afternoon. Struck out officially in the first, but a drop ball by the catcher got him to first. He eventually came around to score. And then an RBI triple in the second and also came around to score. So he scored twice and swings hard on this one. Misses. No balls and one strike to count. Griffith waits on deck. Baldwin in the hole here for your Blue Devils. Here comes the pitch from Reed, and that is outside. And they have now finally changed the score on the Holland Pump Supplies scoreboard, so it is official. Can you believe it, right? The Spice has actually got the score right. It was wrong on the scoreboard. (laughs) The Spice was right, baby. The Natsas are firing in early season. And now drop ball by the catch and making his way over to second base with some wheels is Barrett. So runner in scoring position with no outs. Reed will look back, Barrett, at second base. Now we will fire to the plate. Here it comes outside, and it didn't get past the catcher, but Barrett on the way to third, and he thought he kind of had it easy at first and realized it didn't get past the catcher and had to start cooking it. And nonetheless, he is there sliding in safely. And now even closer here to home plate. Three balls, one strike to count on Ives, the senior. You know he wants to hit it if it's close. Here comes the fire, and he swings, chases it a little bit. It was low, but again, I, I'd be in the position he's in. You know, it's a 7 nothing game. You're in control. Anything close, you're going to be sniffing, trying to hit, and not look for the walk. So I give him respect for that. Here now it's a full count pitch. Here it comes. That's out past the catcher. Into score will be Barrett from third, and now making the trot to first base is Ives with the walk. And now eight nothing here on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. And that will bring into the box left-handed hitter Connor Griffith. You expect, as the Blue Devils have done, to try to steal second base here, but not maybe this time around. And now a chopper trying to come off the hill and to his left is Reed to field it, but getting this first base in time is Griffith. The throw came after, and it was wild, goes out of play. And now Hayden Eyes will go to third, and on the way to second is Connor Griffith. So runners on second and third now here for your Blue Devils. E1 in the books here. And now Ethan Baldwin. One for one this afternoon. Walk in the first. Drove in two runs with a single in the second. And we'll see what he does here in the fourth. And that'll be ball one. Next pitch, the Baldwin hit hard, a grounder down the third base side, just dressed foul and eventually out of play. So one ball and one strike here on Baldwin. He's done a great job on the hill and done a good job at the plate as well here. Here comes a fire from the right-handed Reed, and just up a little bit too much. A good eye right there by Ethan. That was a tough one to hold off, but he did. Wildcats at your old Blue Devils. Rain holding off so far here. Here comes the pitch. Swung on, popped up high in the air. Third baseman back on the edge of the dirt, close to the line, has the catch. And that will be the first out here on the Blue Devils in this bottom of the fourth inning. F-5 in the books. Baldwin is retired. And now that will bring up Jackson Toronto 0-2 here this afternoon. Bottom of the fourth inning being brought to you by Buster Sports Bar and Restaurant in Augensburg. Home to Augensburg's best salad bar buffet, no doubt about that. And, of course, the famous Zingers. and now first pitch, a beauty by Reed, swinging and missing is Jackson, no balls and one strike. Well, when you talk about boys' high school baseball, now you have to talk about the pitch count rule that came into effect a couple years ago, and I will break that down for you here after this pitch. That is swung on up over the head of the second baseman. Golfed in the air. Will roll between the center field and right fielder all the way back to the bench. Eyes will score off a third. Coming in and around third to score from second is Connor Griffith. And the Blue Devils have punched two more runs across here in the bottom of the fourth. And have a 9 nothing lead now on the Howland Pump Supplies scoreboard. A stand-up double for Jackson Toronto. He just swung easily, let the bat and where the position of the ball was to do the work. And let's see here. 9 nothing, two RBIs for Triano. And now Reed gets ready. Here comes the fire right down the middle of the plate. And now Gavin Amo for your OFA Blue Devils in place of Owen Warchell, comes up to bat in the right-handed batter's box. And there is a swing and a miss. That'll be strike on Gavin. And let's see, in the hole is Todd Carroll, a junior, in place now of Mitchell Breno for head coach Larry Mahaffey. Jackson Jones, in the hole, if you're Blue Devils, Get some more shaking here with one down. And actually, that was a strike. My bad. I don't think Gavin realized it. And now he goes to the bench. Second out for the OFA Blue Devils. Sixth strikeout for Ty Reed on the hill here this afternoon. And now the junior, Todd Carroll, steps into the right-handed batter's box with Jackson Toronto standing on second base. One more duck on the pond here for the Blue Devils. Here comes the pitch, and that just a little bit low. Reed gets ready. Done all he could on the hill here for Governor this afternoon, and that will catch the inside corner. Carroll didn't like that one. Could understand why a little bit, but call the strike here. And now two strikes on Carroll. Going to have to be a hitter here. Reed gets ready. Here comes the big fire. That's high and inside. 10 nothing on the Howland Pump supply score, but now the rain drips start to come a little bit here. Here comes the fire. That outside gets past the catcher. That'll be ball four. And now going to third is Jackson Triano, as the catcher had to go back to the fence to get the ball. And on first is Carroll with the walk. So runners on first and third for your OFA Blue Devils. And that, now that will bring up for the first time here this afternoon in this contest, Jackson Jones had a heck of a season for your OFA boys basketball team at one time, was actually outscoring Gerard from Glens Falls. The Division One Syracuse recruit, and now he comes up to bat as a left-handed batter. So I think we're looking at four left-handed batters at least for head coach Larry Mahaffey. And now here comes the pitch from Reed. That is swung on hard foul down the third base side and out of play. He is not afraid to swing the bat apparently. Well, now there's not enough balls on the field. Imagine that. There's like 11 players on the field, but there's still not enough balls in boys' high school baseball. they got to get something from the dugout. Sorry, I'm losing it. 10 to nothing. you got to give the spice a little bit of a break, right? And now Reed gets ready here. Trying to get himself and the Governor Wildcats out of this inning. They just have one out, though. And that'll be strike three on Jackson Jones. He thought it was a little bit low, and excuse me, that's the actual third out. My bad. As Jackson Jones retired via the strikeout. Seven strikeouts this afternoon for Ty Reed and the Governor Wildcats, but that now will bring up the top of the fifth inning. And for your OFA Blue Devils, we'll have to see who is officially going to be as the rain gets a little bit harder, Grant LeBeau and Alex, being, Alex well, what am I thinking? Duh, the Wildcats are coming up. Holy Jiminy Cricket. Spice is losing it here in early preseason. Tanner Pignone, Storm Kingsbury, Garrett Wilson, 8-9 in the top of the lineup due up next year for the North Country Sports Authority.
1: Find out more at chcnorthcountry.org. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer.
0: Hi, I welcome you back as we expected. A little bit of rain showers to come later on stages of this high school boys baseball game. Just in case you're joining me, Christopher Spicer Bringing the play-by-play, your first regular season Central Division game for your OFA Blue Devils at home. Taking on the Governor Wildcats. One run in the first, two runs, or excuse me, five runs in the second, one in the third, three more in the fourth. It's 10-0 on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. And now the Wildcats, the junior batting in the eighth spot, Tanner Pignoni, comes up to bat and looks at ball one high. Top of the fifth inning this afternoon, being brought to you by Pepsi. Ogdensburg bottlers, and now Baldwin gets ready. Pitched a gem so far on the hill here this afternoon, and went right down the middle of the plate evens up the count at 1-1. One and one. Through four innings of play, obviously that's 12 outs, three outs an inning. OFA has gotten all 12 of their outs via the strikeout. 12 rung up in the St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union can count. Third pitch of this Batter, Pignoni, inside, two balls and one strike. Kingsbury on deck. Wilson in the hole. Here comes the next fire and that swung on inside doing a little bit of favor for Pignoni for Baldwin was Pignoni. And now evens up the count at two balls and two strikes. I feel like the last three or four seasons, uh OFA's first game at home has always seemed to bring a little bit of rain and now right down a middle, strike three and that is the 13th strikeout here this afternoon and going back to the second inning the ninth batter in a row retired via the strikeout here a very impressive performance great control by Ethan he he had a little bit a little bit of a control issue in the second inning he hit a batter walked a couple and all of a sudden he had the bases loaded and only one out but he struck out the next two batters, and he struck out every one cent. And I'm not exactly sure here about the rules, the 10-run the mercy rule. I, I always get a little confused by that, low in the dirt. I do know the rules about the pitch count, though, and they made this change, as I was alluding to that earlier before, a couple years ago, where if you throw one to 30 pitches, you got to have one night's rest. If you throw 31 to 65 pitches, you've got to have two nights rest. If you throw 66 to 95, you need three nights rest, and 96 to 105 pitches requires four nights rest. Now, you can't argue with that because it's trying to protect the kids' arms. But unfortunately, in a compacted five-week season in the game of baseball, you often lose games that you would normally win because you have to throw other people. So I don't like how it actually changes the game. Uh, At the same time, and now it'll be ball four here to Storm Kingsbury. The fourth walk given up this afternoon by Easton Baldwin. So the Wildcats, with one down, have a runner on first. And the top of their lineup, sophomore Jared Wilson will come up to bat. A left-handed bowter, Dowling on deck. Wilson is 0-2 for this afternoon, struck out in the first and second inning. And then Baldwin and the Blue Devils go to throw back to first base. And unfortunately, not a good throw. And the runner will get to second here. So now, just like that, a runner in scoring position here for the Governor Wildcats. Baldwin gets ready. Continues to throw heat here in the fifth inning. And this one a beauty right on the outside edge with that mustard on her. And that'll be strike one now here to Jared Wilson. Now the second pitch up a little bit high, one ball and one strike. I brought the rain pants, and I brought the rain jacket here this afternoon because I expected her. I'm glad I did here. It's not falling hard, but a little harder than it was a couple minutes ago. And now here comes the next pitch, that up high in the strike zone. Ives jumps up, tries to get his glove on it, bounces up the top of it, and rolls back to the cage. And just like that, the Governor of Wildcats, Kingsbury, standing on third base. And the one thing I can tell you is if there is a 10-run rule, which I think there is after five innings of play, The Blue Devils, if they want to get this game over, cannot surrender that runner off of third base. Here comes the pitch, a beauty right on the outside edge, swinging and missing is Wilson, and now has two strikes on him. One down, 10 to nothing in the top of the fifth. Runner on third here for Governor. OFA has the lead. Here comes the pitch, and a decent-looking pitch, a little bit inside and low. And now three balls and two strikes here. Full count pitch. Here comes the fire right down in the middle of the plate and that will be strike three called on Jared Wilson. The 14th strikeout in this contest, striking out for all the outs and now coming up to bat is Dowling. Tenth consecutive batter in a row struck out since the second inning when Governor had the bases loaded and won down. And again, Baldwin, like he's done in years past, getting out of that bases loaded jam. Now ball one here to Dowling, who's 0 for 2, struck out in the first and third inning. Governor's got the runner in Kingsbury on third, hoping to come in. On deck is Reed. Here comes the pitch, and just a little bit too low. Two balls and no strikes, and Ethan going to have to battle his way back here. An incredible 14 strikeouts rung up in the St. Lawrence Federal Credit Union K-Count here. Here comes the pitch right down in middle and that will be strike one now here to Dowling. Two balls, one strike to count. I believe the Blue Devils potential in one out away from winning this contest here this afternoon. Now here comes the pitch and that low in the dirt. Three balls and one strike now the count here to Dowling. He's doing a good job blocking that one low in the dirt, making sure it didn't get past him. JV seem to still be playing on their field. And now Baldwin checks that runner at third. Gets ready. Here comes the fire up a little bit high, and that will be ball four to Dowling. Struggling just a, a tad bit with the control here in this fifth inning. He's allowed two walks. total of five walks here in this contest this afternoon. And now the Governor Wildcats with runners on first and third. And Ives goes out to talk with Baldwin. We'll see what the Wildcats will do. I imagine they're going to try to send this runner to second base. We'll see what Ives will do with the baseball. The catcher for your OFA Blue Devils as Reed now steps in. He's 0-2, walked in the first, stranded at second, then struck out in the third. Here comes the pitch, a beauty of a curveball. Started like kind of outside the center of the plate and then broke off like to the very outside and a very nice one. No balls in one strike. Baldwin gets ready as the rain comes down a little bit harder. Here comes the pitch, swung on and missed. No balls in two strikes. Well, Definitely with the rain picking up, the grip tougher on that baseball, right? Sometimes the fingers slip. We'll see how Baldwin does. He's looking for his 15th strikeout in this contest. And now here comes the fire, and that is strike three on Reed, and that will do it. And I believe, I didn't want to say it before, as the Blue Devils come out of the dugout by a five-inning no-hitter by the young man Ethan Baldwin here this afternoon. 15 strikeouts, given up no hits, and your OFA Blue Devils victorious 10-0 on the Howland Pump supply scoreboard as the rain falls will quickly break it down for you in the Mort Backus and Sons post-game show. But the Wildcats, they came up to bat first here. They got two outs on them right away. Then Ty Reed, their pitcher, he got walked. He got to second base. They had a runner in scoring position. They couldn't cash in. And then we go to the bottom of the first in a 0-0 game. Hayden Ives, the leadoff batter for your Blue Devils. He actually struck out, but it was dropped by the catcher with his wheels. He got to first, stole second base. And then with a pass ball or two, he eventually made it to home the Blue Devils had a one nothing lead at the bottom of the first. We get into the top of the second, and this is where this game really kind of started to make changes. The Governor Wildcats with just one out. They had a guy hit by a pitch, then two consecutive walks. They had the bases loaded with just one down, but Baldwin got out of the jam, gave up no runs. It was one nothing heading into the bottom of the second. That's when the Blue Devils started to stretch things out. They got Owen Warchel on with a walk, and then Mitchell Breno hit an RBI triple to drive him in. Then he was eventually driven in by a uh, hit to second base. Garcia, and our, uh, he was actually thrown out at first, but he drove in that run of Mitchell Breno. And then Grant LeBeau was walked. Uh, Hayden Ives came up. RBI tripled him in. Then Connor Griffith came up. He walked. Ethan Baldwin drove both Ives and Griffith in with an RBI single. Before you know it, the Blue Devils starting to stretch it out with five runs in the bottom of the second for a 6 nothing lead on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard and then it was just lights out there virtually from Ethan Baldwin. He struck out the side in the third. Blue Devils came up. They got a walk. Mitchell Breno eventually came around to score to take a 7-0 lead. The Wildcats come up in the fourth. They're retired via the strikeout, 1-2-3 once again. Then the Blue Devils in the bottom of the fourth. They got things going with some walks and some hits. Uh, Jackson Toronto drove in two runs in that inning, and the Blue Devils put up three in the bottom of the fourth to take a 10 nothing lead in this contest. And then Ethan Baldwin came in back out on the mound in the fifth inning. A little bit of control issue, walked two batters in that fifth inning, but in the end struck out the last one for a no-hitter through five innings of play, striking out 15 batters. All the outs the OFA Blue Devils got here this afternoon were via the strikeout. An incredible performance by the young man and our Buster's player of the game. I mean, anytime you throw a game, five innings, no hits, strike out 15 batters. And then on the offensive side of the ball, he did go one for three this afternoon. Excuse me, one for two. He walked in the first, drove in two runs with a single in the second, and then uh, popped out to third base in the fourth. So congratulations to Ethan Baldwin, our Buster's player of the game. Honestly, I'm not sure if that was a perfect game through five innings. I don't want to go there. We had some pass balls. There might have been an error, uh, so I don't want to go there. But we know for sure that through full, uh, through four, or excuse me, full five innings of play, he throws a no hitter, striking out 15 batters. I mean, you can't ask for a better performance than that by the young man this afternoon. Plus, they started to get their bats warmed up offensively in that second and third inning, continued on from there. So your OFA Blue Devils victorious their first game of the regular season at home against the Governor Wildcats, 10 to nothing on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. I want to thank you for listening, as I always do, man. I really do appreciate it. At the end of this spring season, it will be our ninth season, you and I, together. So that's pretty damn special. I want to thank all of our sponsors. And, well, hey, we'll be back at it on Thursday a West Division Boys High School baseball matchup, Hubelton at Morristown. So you have a good rest of your night. We'll talk to you soon. Your Blue Devils victorious home opener, 10 nothing over the Wildcats, and you heard it right here on the North Country Sports Authority.
5: Spring break is over and it's time to really dive now into the high school spring sports season. Who's going to get that big hit? Who comes up with the big defensive play on the diamond? Who will be slashing through a bunch of players and getting a big goal out on the lacrosse field? Who's it going to be getting some big birdies and leading the field out in the links? Who will high jump, sprint, run, jump over them hurdles to get to victory lane? And in the end, earn our more and sons, Pepsi, Augsburg Ballers, Athlete of the Week. Listen Tuesday through Saturday around this time every day to find out who that More Sons Pepsi Ogdensburg Ballers Athlete of the Week is from the week before. Student-athletes will be chosen from Lisbon, OFA, Huelton, and Morristown. Who stepped it up? Who brought their game to the table? Who helped their team get the big win? He or she will be mentioned. We'll highlight their week and we'll save it as an MP3 and be able to send it to them or you. We wish all the local high school athletes good luck this spring. It's official. The votes will be once again coming in this week here at Community Broadcasters for our next More Sons Pepsi Ogdensburg Ballers Athlete of the Week.
7: Great futures start here.
8: Style, agility, and sportiness are all combined into one with the Buick Regal and Regal Tour X at Mort & Sons. The Regal lineup offers excellent driving performance, available all-wheel drive, and cargo versatility unmatched by many of the cars on the road today. For added peace of mind, the Regal is also available with an impressive list of safety features. Stop by and see our friendly professional sales staff on Route 68 or check us out online at mortbacchus.com. Mortbacchus & Sons, taking care of the North Country for over 65 years.
3: Thank you. Have a nice day. Ugh,
8: did you see all that tobacco marketing in there?
2: Marketing? I didn't see anything. Come on, they had a whole display of cigarette packs. That's tobacco marketing? Yeah, it's in our convenience stores, gas stations, drug stores, and studies show the more of it kids see, the more likely they are to smoke. Wow, our kids have seen enough. How can I protect them from tobacco marketing? You can take action at TobaccoFreeNYS.org.
3: Brought to you by Reality Check of St. Lawrence County,
5: 713-4861. Would you like to be driving a nicer vehicle, one with less miles, less wear and tear, along with some nice new options?
2: You can have it with a vehicle loan from St. Lawrence. Lawrence Federal Credit
5: Union. And in April you receive a twenty five dollar gas card with your vehicle loan. Go online, call, or stop into one of their branches in Ogdensburg, Canton, or Potsdam to apply.
2: And start enjoying your new vehicle, Saint Lawrence Federal Credit Union, where people are worth more than money in Potsdam, Canton, and Ogdensburg, federally insured by NCUA.
1: At Community Health Center of the North Country.
3: Now what's going on? You haven't hit the ball for weeks. The cold showers at home are killing me, coach. My old water heater isn't putting out the hot water it used to. Sounds like this player needs a Bradford white water heater. All the hot water he'll need for showers, laundry, and the dishes. Gas, electric, tankless. Have your contractor get a Bradford White Water Heater at Potsdam Messina and Governor Plumbing Supply or Howland Pump in Ogdensburg. There's the pitch.
7: Oh, is he ever hot
4: now? Disguised within things like your family history, Bradford.
5: Buster's delicious burgers are 8 ounces, grilled, seasoned, cooked medium well. Have you tried the Bill Burger? Comes with a mild wing sauce, crumbly blue cheese, lettuce, tomato, red onion, mayo, and bacon. Tasty. Tough choice, though. Buster's house specialty, the ritzy chicken. Tender chicken breast, hand-breaded, deep-fried, over-fettuccine, topped with their own Alfredo sauce. And then there's always the Jeter Quesadilla that talks to me. Grilled chicken, spinach, crumbles of bacon, cheddar jack cheese, tomatoes, and ranch dressing. Which one do you want? Get it at Buster's in Augensburg or Can. Too good to have just one.